An Australia without rugby league is not Australia. our society from hundreds of years. It's people's escape, it's people's relaxation and we need to do everything in order to continue that great uh, tradition of rugby league. It has been those Australians who have worked hard every day. They have their dreams, they have their aspirations. Well, for our final show of the year, hello, Dennis. Hello, Chris. Oh, hello, Stephen. Hello. G'day, Stephen. I was going to say to you, if there was, you know how they go, the, the time word of the year or the picture of the year or the moment or the yes. whatever it is, PVL. Acronym of the year. It'll do. It'll do. It'll do. Now, I'm going to say to you, it's uh, for most people, Annus Horribilis. Well, not for rugby league. Well, the Macquarie Dictionary apparently went with doom scrolling. Uh, otherwise, pivot. Yeah, no, doom scrolling got the got the nod for them, and I had no idea what it was, but right. it's been explained to me. Right, uh, nimble, nimble got lost in the dust. Months well, ago. Uh, lockdown, lockdown. Uh, pandemic were popular, but uh, doom scrolling is the obsession of co- continuously More bad tr- news. looking for more bad news. Isn't that the essence of news yeah. itself? And, and fortunately, every time you came up against PVL, yeah. it's good news. Good news. Rugby League was the only good news in the world in 2020. I, I'll say it point blank. What do you reckon, Dennis? 100%. Nothing else, nothing else was good. There was, everything, uh, there was bad news in the fact that Melbourne won. Ah, I was about to say, what is the negative in this whole that, thing? That's yes, the negative. Yes, that's Melbourne the only rain. negative. And that, they, that they somehow... Queensland won. Uh, and oh, that, 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 but that men and women's, yeah, and the Broncos won that, the women's premiership. In fact, right. it was a disastrous yeah, year for rugby league. Fact, what the hell? What, the, what sort of water is he drinking at the moment? Because he's got greater plans we'll get to later, right? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> Boy. Uh, I think it's beyond drinking with PVL now. Something else is going on. You might see the atrocity meter t shirt over in the corner yes. there. And, you know, we've had quite a few this year. Not bad. We're not going to go near. People who have enough money to spend five hundred dollars traveling from one city to another in a taxi for a party and a little <laughs> and it's still before the, the court. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> we won't go there. I am talking about retroactive sort of atrocities. Ones that retroactive bite you, bite you on the oh. ass or somewhere else. <laughs> Literally, yep. <laughs> we love that sort of scandal, don't we? Well, I think if you think scandal in twenty twenty, you think Penrith, don't you? You do. Well, you've got the TikTok. Oh yeah. You've got the Brent Naden issue, which is again uh, complicated, but. Uh, did the most evil man in rugby league, given that Cameron Smith yes. is not a man, <laughs> Ivan Cleary, was he aware of Brent's consumption prior to going on the field? Because let's face it, Naden came on in the second half and what injected about consumption himself. What Chris? What are you talking about for those that don't know? Cocaine. Cocaine. Are you telling me before he ran on the grand final? I was in the stadium. Are you telling me he was doing illegal substances on that day? Well... The the I'm shocked. The agreement is that he did illegal substances prior to the game. Right. It's an issue of when. Yes. And who, if any, yes. in the Penrith coaching apparatus knew about it. Buzz Rothfield has tried hard to mine the story, and he's been stonewalled every step by away. all the Penrith. We did coaching. have a doctor on the show last week, and yes. she suggested it's only a few days yes. that it lasts in the system for the test. I like marijuana, which sits Unlike in the fat of your ass. I like Kardashian. <laughs> yeah. So it was within a couple of days. Right, which that's quite astonishing. Unusual. That's better than Johnny Raper getting drunk in England, running naked down the street with a bowler hat, and then playing and winning against Great Britain. Hung over. That's better. 
Yeah, well, there's, there is, of course, <laughs> I know it's the wrong sport, but it's the right season. Greg Chappell, uh, he scored three double centuries for Australia. Right. And his allegation is that all three of those were scored on the back of a bender. Right. And all three of those were scored on the back of some bad form who had a run of outs. And Dougie Walters has gone, come on, mate. I know what will fix you up. That's yeah. a relief. I said you were going to be scored off the back of being on the gag. Oh, no. Do you remember that Australia that Hawkey used to epitomise? That you, uh, get, you get absolutely stonked and then go win later? Yeah. That Australia? Well, I'm... The ABC got their services of one Ian Chappell, who's yep. one of the crankiest individuals, Statler <laughs> and Waldorf. Him and, him, and Jim, him and Jim Maxwell, Statler and Waldorf. <laughs> they are just both cranky. Oh, but he was God. telling this marvellous story about um, uh, the player whose name I just Who, mentioned. Who's, no, not Bob Hawke. Chappell. The other one. No, the, the, uh, Dougie Walters. Dougie Walters. The Dougie Walters was a junior in the team and his roommate had gone, mate, you're not playing tomorrow. Let's go out on the Terps. They're in England. So he's just gone out and got on it. Yeah. And he's come back and missed the team bus. Because he was, he's still out. Curtis Scott style. He's Alfie Langer Yeah. So he's gone to the yes. ground and Chapel's gone, you're on. Ah. We're, we're fielding. You're at fine leg. And he's then, so he's gone to fine leg, end of the over. You're at fine leg, the other end. <laughs> so this goes the whole morning session. He's going fine leg to fine leg. <laughs> and as, as they come off for lunch, Ian says, you won't do that again, will you? <laughs> Doug Walter says, I can't promise I won't. <laughs> There's an honest man. Now tell me also about about the sort of the the slippery slope that Penrith were on. You know, they were oh. sort of famous most of the year. Uh, Kurt Capewell. Yes. This retroactive scandal is a beauty. I didn't know all the details until today. You revealed to me, as was revealed by a camera back in 2013. Correct. That Which is I, correct. Who, wants to, who wants to walk me through it I again? I think I can speak. About it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have a crack. In your most sort of, uh, you know. Dibble, James Dibble style. Matter of fact. <laughs> what's uh, Was it what's Grafton to you is Rangoon to me or what's Rangoon to you is Grafton to me? James Dibble was all over that, wasn't he? He was, wasn't he? Just the facts, please. So the, the facts are, is, is that um, as is often the trigger for these matters, yep. someone in the general public has contacted the said protagonist, in this case, Kurt Capewell, yep. who's, you know, journeyman, but... Let's face it, uh, did pretty well in Origin 1 this year. But let's also face it, he's got quite the rig. He's yeah. quite jacked. Yeah. He's, he's a good-looking and a very fit young man. Kurt, so I've, I've, Even in 2020. In 2020. I've come into the possession of certain images. Right. Have he wants money? He wants money? Well, the word blackmail as an extortion hasn't been thrown about. I think it's just generally I'm going to, you know, life's going to be a bit more difficult for you because I'm going to release these images. They I don't even something. Chris. Well, is that, what, is that what happened? There's been no allegation. No, it, got, it got into the social chat that these images were around. Are you young and naive? Right. Uh, well, we'll get to that. And and you know, and I mean, this has been an issue. Katoni Stags, of course. Yeah. A little bit of revenge. Porn, if I can use that expression. That's a word for 2020. <laughs> oh, I think it predates 2020. I think it's been around That's for a while. It's been around for a while, yeah. okay. So Sorry. Kurt's read the tea leaves, as it were, and said, I've got to get on the front foot, if I may, <laughs> and uh, try and knock this on the head. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, get the boys across that yeah. these images. And he's got to be firm about it, right? Yeah, right. So, got to be firm about it, yeah. so the expert... it, it is a, it is a hard thing to deal with. <laughs> so, so the the basic backstory is that he was at the age of twenty, yeah. which does meet the definition of young, and we'll come to that. Yes, he's uh, answered an ad for a TV show. I heard modeling no, shoot, uh, modeling underwear modeling. Now, now I only how, how old's Pat? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> young Pat. Yeah, and look, I mean, uh, you know, I'm been told by others that a pretty familiar trope in the world of pornography is that, you know, the protagonist is invited for a modelling shoot and they go, you know what, the, the client will pay a little bit more money if yeah. maybe you take is a few of your right? clothes off, you right? You have some friends, experts who know about these things. Right. Yeah. Anyway, this just turns out that this happened to Kurt in real life. So it right. sort of progressed from, well, look, I'll tell you a few, we're prepared to, you know, dock your dags. 
Yeah, there'll be a bit more money in it for oh, you. Okay. And said, well, you know what? In fact, uh, we, we've got the opportunity here, mm-hmm. and I'm praising here. Is the money going up as we speak? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To make an adult movie. Oh. And Kurt's gone, well, I need the cash. I'm not quite adult. Yeah, I'm not guaranteed a first-grade contract right yes, at the minute. Yes. My agent's not doing the right job by me. Yes. And he goes... What's the harm? <laughs> What's the harm? What's the harm? There's been a lot of written in the media since then about, you know, people not understanding when you put things on social media, it's yeah. permanent. It's I know a number of people have this problem. Out, right? Right? So the tackle comes out. Now, now this, is, this, this might be outside your guys' purview. Are you familiar with the expression? This is where it turns into perfect match. Right, yes. <laughs> Are you familiar with the term glory hole? Yeah, no, I'm not. I, I'm familiar with it because uh, Steel Panther have a song <laughs> right. called The Glory, glory Hole, okay. which explains in detail what The we, Glory we Hole is all about. We have forbidden Steel Panther to be played on <laughs> FBI in the past. Now it, it transfers to here ever since Steve Mascot dropped, dropped one on us. Okay, so so now he, he read, didn't. He didn't. He, played, he did he, without explaining. And Brett and I's face. Went, and you didn't know what it was. We went, oh, Steve Mascord. So is that why he's left the country? Is it, so if you if you can imagine a, a, an otherwise impervious barrier, barrier with a hole, you a know, wall. drilled out of it, a wall or a, a board, hole. With a, a hole sculpted out of it, hip height, shall about, we say, your waist height. Now, yeah. now the reason, the only reason I know about this is I have two friends, a uh, uh, married couple, uh, Richard and Aylard, who have operated certain <laughs> establishments in. Did I say you're being disingenuous here? No, <laughs> they have operated certain establishments in Amsterdam, and they they up the uh, the concept commercially, and this will I think help explain what a glory hole is. They upped the concept in one of their clubs that they're running in Amsterdam and they constructed an apparatus known as the Suckatorium. <laughs> You're just kidding me, aren't you? Chris? I am not kidding you. in Amsterdam where, they, where they, people display their wares in the, in the window. Exactly, the yeah. red light district. So okay. it's a version of that. So, so Kurt's gone, boys. I've decided to this road, participate in the movie. They didn't tip me into the fact that the other protagonist on the other side of said hole was a dude. Right. What does it matter? At this stage. He can't see. At this stage, you're you're in the moment. Yes, the money's been dangled He's in front of you. Surprised by some action happening. Dangled you're, in front of you, so to speak. Exactly. You're 20 years old. Yes. I. Who amongst us wouldn't go? I'm just going to go with it. Who hasn't done that? I did, ask did, you. Is there any uh, data on how much money was involved? No, not not yet. Because you think the other thing is, if you've got a gentleman on the other side of said wall, he'd know how to operate the opera, the apparatus as what well. What city did this happen in, by the way? Do we know where it happened? It was Vegas. I, yeah, it was Gold Coast, wasn't it? Really? Gold Coast? I think it was Gold Coast. That's oh, surprised me which, at all. Which that, that makes it illegal as well. If that was in Canberra, I believe Canberra, because it's a federal jurisdiction, Free fireworks. pornographic yes. is a federal law, not a state law. Right. And given that Canberra's federal, it yeah. wouldn't matter. I believe South Australia as well. I, I was going to say, if it was Can- in Canberra, that's just a Saturday night in Canberra. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. It used Saturday to be night. what it was every week, every day in right. Sydney years ago. Yeah. So the, the footage has been taken, packaged up, used in whatever capacity, Does who knows. And Kurt's tried to put it. Dare I say, behind himself, and <laughs> and and moved on his life. He's happily in a committed relationship, and but now he's, he's worried, just hurt. isn't he? Well, he's, he's lived, fearful. He's lived, yeah, and he says behind closed doors with this fear, fear. Now in a happy committed exposure r- relationship, but it's bubbled up to the surface. Bubbled up, has it? <laughs> and so he's. This is where it's got into the mainstream media yeah, because yeah. he said, "I've got to let the boys know about it." So he sends them a text. Yes. First thing he says, "Boys, I want to give you a heads up." And they all go. <laughs> <laughs> That seemed to be an odd choice yeah, of right. words. And they're all going, you beauty. And look, you know, look, he's embarrassed. And I think we need to acknowledge that. And, and we're just trying to have a little bit of, okay. of fun with this. And it yeah. is in the public domain. But he did include, conclude the text with these words. It's... Is my phone moves. Has the footage come out, Chris? By the way, not yet. We haven't. There's seen a the couple footage. of stills. I have no desire to see it. There's, I'm, a, there's I'm, a couple of stills. Okay. And he looks happy. And it's consensual. There's no yeah. question about yeah. it. But he goes, "It's something I've been dealing with for the past years behind closed doors." Yeah. 
And I know you will all have my back. Yes. And stand by me. Yes. Moving forward. Oh. And upwards. Now, the interesting thing that I... like Julia Gillard's work moving forward. There is a little bit of an exclusive I can give here on Fire Up's Quite Australia. First of all, Kurt says, you know, he's embarrassed, uh, but he's trying to own it. I think everyone, the boys are indeed having his back standing by him and moving forward with him. And it will pass. He said, and I quote... Yes. I was young and naive. Yes. yes. Young and naive. Now, this is a variation on the... Your Honour. Yeah, the Mark (laughs) War... Shame worn admission about uh, my mother, John. John, my, mo- my mother changed the pill. <laughs> no, remember John, yeah, the, punter? John, John the punter. John the punter. He just wanted to know what the pitch was like <laughs> and what the weather was like. And Mark just and Shane both gave press statements where they said I was stupid and naive stupid. because they weren't quite as young. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, no, fair enough. Kurt, Kurt would have got away with young, stupid naive, and with stupid. With a bad haircut yeah. and naive, right? Yeah. But he's just gone with young and naive. Okay. Now, the thing we can reveal is that when the promoter said, well, you know, thanks, Kurt, for your time and, and the, the exchange was done, he said, now, stage name, what, what is your real name? And, they, and he goes, Kurt Capewell. And he goes, perfect. <laughs> perfect. We don't need to change it. <laughs> don't need to know your dog's name or we, your we, first suburb. Well, I was going to say, can we play that game? You know, your first pet and your mother's maiden name? Maiden name, isn't it? Did, I thought it was what, a suburb. Can you do that, Dennis? Mother's what? maiden name, isn't it? Is street? Oh, well, it's a variation, street? yeah. But oh, it's pretty dull. What do you want to do? Do you want to do street it's, or Mudden's maiden well, name? Auntie, Auntie Merrick? No, no, your pet was called... The pet was called Aunt, well, the Auntie. Pet, the pet was Auntie Oliveira, who was named after a character in a soap, in and a radio mother's soap. Name? Mother's name was Merrick. Auntie Oliveira Merrick. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's going to... Maybe it might actually. Yeah, might, it's possible, yeah. <laughs> on the family tree. Literally on the family tree. I'd be Fred Gallup or Blondie Gallup. <laughs> Blondie Gallop. Blondie Gallop. Are you related to the great man by any way? The... We think we are. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for me, Tubby Patterson. Tubby <laughs> 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 You filled it through your dog's name, didn't you? <laughs> so does that qualify as I might just as, Google as that. A, I might just go a private bit. window and Google Tubby Patterson, see if you've got any work yes, out, there. There. <laughs> out there. Does that qualify as a 2020 atrocity for the T-shirt that may come? Yeah, absolutely. We can capture it, yeah. Absolutely, and TikTok so, will be there So it's sure. not a 2012 atrocity when the act was committed. It's actually because it's now more public yeah. and because he's the, suddenly the, an origin the player. The atrocity doesn't exist until we know about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's Boom. not an atrocity. So, yeah. so with respect to Naden and uh, cocaine on the day, yeah. uh, just I think that it, it's... Can it's, I just ask, does anyone feel that, like, honestly, Kurt Capewell, he's done something stupid. Does yeah. this really reflect badly on him? Like, he wasn't actually 20. Not at all. I, I, yeah. I can't see this being, like... There's nothing wrong with this. Good on you, Kate Capel. You said there was. It's Good kind of you. amusing, though. Did Gladys say it's, there was? It's amusing. Well, I think Gladys would go, oh, yeah. you know, I've made some mistakes. In my All life. in the name That's of Gladys love. Gladys would say, That's I've right. made mistakes yeah. in the name of love. In fact, in fact, you could do a reputation rehab episode with Gladys and Kurt Capewell across the spectrum. It'd be yeah, great. Right. James Valentine's nonsense. You yeah. know? By the way, the, 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 this was the first grand final in three years where they did a immediate after the game drug test, interestingly enough. Did and they? I was at a Tigers promotional event today and a Sardis turned up. Did they check you? Blue shirts, bright blue shirts, very identifiable, generally older gentlemen uh, in the capacity. And let me tell you, I'm nervous right now because I gave a sample. Were they booed? No, no, they were just allowed to do their work. You gave really? a sample. Yeah, yeah well, you know. They, 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 <laughs> they looked at you and went, oh, here we go. So, six foot six, yeah. fit. You know the big stadiums, Dennis, where sharp you... Sharp haircut, obviously right. a player. You the stadiums where you work and there's yep. a door that says, Asada. Mm. You, I, I take a sort of a, a wide oh, route around yeah. the door. You get a bit scanty so, by it. Yeah. Darkest day in sport. That's Very stuff, dark. The <laughs> darkest day in uh, politics. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, though, this feeds into... I think it was a protest because you might have noticed that both the police commissioner and the, and the minister oh, yes. with respect to... Repealing some of the drug laws. My mate's a, Fuller and Elliot. 
our, all our mates, including uh, Curtis Scott, you know, yeah. uh, that they say, for, I've been doing this for 40 years, I've got a hard line on drugs, we're never going to stop the war on drugs, you know. So obviously, you know, Naden was, was flying the flag, you know. Like, I think uh, Brent Naden's a hero. A hero, right. <laughs> and and uh, he's getting the help that he needs. And uh, as if, if we can all agree that it wasn't performance enhancing, having said that, when he came on, they were down 26 nil. <laughs> And they got within a converted try at the That's end of the, the But there thing. was so much controversy because all year he'd been such a gun. You and he was suddenly and dropped and he, and by the most evil man. Right, and also he was dealing with the racial vilification thing. So it's Yes. It so does, you put it down to Colombia or Bolivia, do you? Well, it's also interesting given he was in the bubble. I mean, how does it get there? Is that, a, get there? Is that one of the... you know, I know those, Dropbox. Those, those bike couriers are in the mail a lot oh, right now. Okay. That's, yeah. And they, you think they got I wonder if they're whizzing around between yeah. cars. We're casting no aspersions None whatsoever. This is far up the quiet Australia. Last edition of 2020. The, the year that was wonderful as far as we were concerned from rugby league. We'll be back in just a moment. Ball back on the inside. There's the flashing light. It's blinking away like a blue light disco. Okay, we're wrapping up 2020. Dennis Carnahan. Yes. Looking buffed and pretty damn good in your rock and roll T-shirt with your rock and roll guitar. I've got my Dave Leslie well, we're talking about yeah. something Hello, called karaoke Dave. jukebox in a little while. Uh, Chris, all you can talk about is uh, wrestling, wrestling and wrestling. I don't know what you're doing here. You weren't invited. Uh, <laughs> don't try and get any wrestling into this conversation, all right? Right. So it's at a West Tigers function and I took Steve from Pro Wrestling Australia with me for the, the brand synergy. How did that happen? And uh, I'll post on the Facebook a picture of Steve, who is Jack yeah. J. Bonzer in Pro Wrestling yeah, Australia, yeah. with Luciano Leilua, oh, yeah. my favourite name in rugby league. Yes. And Luciano is a Ric Flair woo fan, <laughs> and my mission, yeah, my mission is to bring those two worlds together. Yeah, yeah. And I've got West Tiger CEO Justin Pascoe committed to a cage match next right. year. Right? How how big and strong is Justin? Uh, Justin, Justin, let, let's just say he'll give a reasonable account of himself. But when I mention to a number of the players yeah, yeah. the prospect of their boss being. Oh. They're pretty keen on it. Pretty keen, yeah. I actually had a fun time out there because I met uh, Russell Packer and David Nofaluma and, of course, the Tigers chair, Lee Hatchapatelis. And I went up to Lee and I said, you know, I'm here because I'm a sponsor with the wrestling, but I also want to say I do do this uh, show and you've been providing us with great content recently, such as Josh Alloway can mow the lawns at Concord or, you know, wash the stadium at Campbelltown. And, And even just in the past week, he's been quoted in the press as saying, the idea that the Canterbury offer that was tabled for Josh at our car blew the West Tigers offer out the water. Lee said, first of all, we're not in the water. No. And secondly, if we were in the water, we wouldn't have been blown out of it. That, 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 oh. that, that conflicts. So yep. either, either you've got no cash at all yep. or you're not interested or you do, you do have the cash and you, I don't get it. And, and, and he's trying to do the deal with David Nofaluma for 2022 and they've tabled a big deal and I think I've helped today. Yeah. Uh, but Lee says, the kid bleeds black, yep. white and gold. Of course he does. And I said, well, you should see a doctor. Yeah, Chris, I've got a mate who goes, why Why would you go for any other team except one that bleeds, bleeds red, red and white? Yeah, that's right. No? Yeah. That's the constituent parts of, of blood. And then I mentioned yeah, it. You don't, really, you don't really see the white, though. So yeah. you really just want you red. If you look hard enough. Red, it. maybe a bit of brown. <laughs> red and brown. Or blue blood. The best. Don't get And then I mentioned to David Then I mentioned David Nofaluma that the chairman had said that you bleed black, white and gold. He goes, he said that, so I might have hurt the deal. Now, can I just, just cast another angle on your great team? There was a great big press conference or one-on-one on Channel 9 the other night with Josh Reynolds yes. looking over the harbour. He's got a pretty oh. good uh, little pad there. Mm-hmm. He says, I was a dud by. 12 games, was it, what in two seasons? I, don't, I just want to know. So you've got this connection between wrestling and rugby league. 
It's a real shame that you hate the Rabbitohs so much because wouldn't it be great to get Michael Cleary over as well? Yes. So that you could great go, tradition I'm there. telling you, and Wayne. Michael Cleary. And Wayne, because according to Cameron Smith yes. in his book, A, as Pat pointed out, Redfern Pat, it wasn't his fault. It's a tough read. And B, Wayne invented wrestling. Ah. Not Bell. Ah, that wrestling, yes, of mm. course, yes. Yeah. I would have thought rather than South Sydney, Melbourne would be a better competition in the wrestling. Actual yeah. wrestling jo- in well, the cage. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. You got no chance. What's no, the you, you got no chance. Yeah, come on. Josh came up <laughs> in uh, Justin Pascoe's speech this morning. He said, uh, "Just we're, we're thrilled for Josh because he's a guy who needs to be playing rugby league every day." And then he said, "Well, every week, but not here." Yeah, but not here. <laughs> and and we welcome Jimmy the Jet. Yeah, and oh. I said, and Luciano Lailua, uh, who uh, turns out he's a Rick Flair fan. I also said. Can you believe what's in the papers? You've gave an interview this morning saying because he had his brother playing outside him, Joey, as the three-quarter centre. He said, you want someone faster? He goes, absolutely, I said that. I want Jimmy the Jet outside <laughs> yeah, yeah. me. Joe <laughs> Hengawi was there saying adjusting to Sydney life, it's a challenge. F- you know, the pace prices. of Sydney. Not Be- pace, says, you know. The slow pace of traffic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Takes you an hour to get anywhere. Hey, I, I, everyone's listening too. I'm not talking to deaf ears here, but I'm saying Brydon's are one of those great rugby league That's Lee. Yep. sponsors. Grand final, I don't care where it is, the fastest man in rugby league. You put up, you stump up 300,000 bucks just to get everybody in and you get the fastest man in rugby league. I reckon the whole world would watch that. Oh, yeah. Are you? Yeah. Like, obviously, he's precluded from racing if he's playing. That's the only thing. So we couldn't have had it. But everyone loved that, that everyone race. Loved everyone I mean, Brian loved the race. versus Jimmy the, the Jet. Straight up race. Brian's are here. Yeah. They sponsor the Blues. They sponsor a number of first grade teams. It's one little step. I'll put it to Lee. Yeah. He he also said being the chair and a sponsor, he said he didn't really see there was a conflict of interest. I said, <laughs> and I said, Lee, I absolutely represent a law firm who wanted to tr- sponsor the Tigers and I was rebuffed at the door. Could it be the amount you're offered? Yeah, that would, <laughs> that, that would be part uh, of look, it. Why, why we're meandering here, has anybody been watching the cricket recently with India? Yes, yes. I was there on Tuesday. Tuesday as was Dennis. You yes. were too. I, I have pictures of you. I had photos of you he through did. the binoculars. Uh, it's a very festive atmosphere. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I was there uh, three hours before yeah. kickoff. Yeah. So the gates the gates open. I think at five thirty. Those no. Indians don't know how to fun. Do they? they had no idea about fun at all. Oh, Who Indians? What was astonishing was <laughs> there was there was a couple of thousand of them there. Yeah. Two and a half hours before the gates opened. God love with them. drums yeah. and they were just dancing, waving flags. Yeah. When the cricket's on and. They don't care if Glenn Maxwell is hitting the Indians for six. They just like seeing the ball being hit for six. So they're all up and about. The Vrats Golly. They They love him. Oh, yeah. They they, they, they sing it. I've seen him play before in the World Cup, but he is genuinely good. He he was great to watch. Very sleek. Really, really good. But the, the most amazing part was before the game, an hour before the game, the gates are open. The Indian players and Australian players are on the field. They're all warming up. So the yeah. bowlers are bowling. The, the fielders are fielding. The batsmen are batting. They're all doing the practice. Wow. The reserves are doing their thing. Yeah. Then the reserve reserves yeah. for India, they're just doing laps. There's these two guys just doing laps. And the crowd's going nuts. And the crowd is going nuts. Every time these two Indian wave. reserve reserves, everyone's running down going, yeah, at these guys. That's a good trick. It yeah. was awesome. And I'm, I'm prepared to bet that most of those Indian fans did not who they, know who those guys were. You know what? I reckon they actually would have. And yeah. if oh, Sonny Williams had done that. Well. While we were waiting for him for weeks to come on, it just ran around and oh, ran around. Wall up, lab. Value for money. Yeah. And, and hang on, you said not much good happened in 2020. You forgot about SBW. Sunny Bill Williams. Yeah. Oh, the game. Uh, uh, 20 million eyes or 20 billion? <laughs> no, 200 million eyes because it was a 100 million eyeball, uh, 100 million <laughs> pairs of eyes, which translated yeah. to 200 million eyes. Yes, that is a lot of eyes. Mm. And, and let's not forget the Raiders stopped the three-peat. Like, right. That, was a, that yes. was a good thing. Whilst we're meandering on sport, who? what about the big – I mean, I mean, golf doesn't often make – International news, but Greg Norman certainly did recently. 
He's got quite, we're getting back to the Kurt Capewell theme. He's got quite the swing, hasn't he? he and I think he loved that, didn't he? I think he did it deliberately, didn't he? Oh, he's had he's had a fluffer. He's turned up beforehand. Yeah, are you suggesting that that photo was doctored? No. Are you telling me about the same TV show as Capewell? Oh. So here we're talking about the outline in Greg's trousers. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. The, the Shervo. How, how he had a little Shervo in his pants. That grabs our attention. You oh, know, the world's going down in, in a heap of flames, and all we can talk about is what's down his pants. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> so, I was going to say, and a million cheap one-liners about shafts and yeah, it's all that stuff. Clubs <laughs> and, <laughs> and sloop. Well, well, talk, talk about your one wood. You know, <laughs> God, you're childish, you blokes. Now, uh, can I just say um, the fastest man? We're talking about Jimmy the Jet, right, and the Fox. And we could talk about other fast guys in rugby league. Well, the Fox is the fastest man on the planet, according to Gus. Chuck Yeager. Vale Chuck oh, Yeager. He, vale, he died this yeah. way. Yep. He was the fastest man anywhere in the world. Broke the speed of sound. And, <laughs> can, can I just say, you know how we uh, ragged on the guy we won't mention anymore about how he personalised the Maradona death story? Yeah. <laughs> Turns out yesterday was the second anniversary of me getting the half valve replacement. Oh, right. congratulations. Thank you. Well, is it a... Pig or a cow? It's a cow. A cow. Okay. They're going cows, and yeah. and about about a week and a half after it, I had to sort of uh, get checked because of this cough. Yeah. And, I go, and I'm watching the Big Bash, and my doc calls me, Ooh. and he goes, "Your D-dimer's through the roof." What does that mean? It's a it's a test that could be an indicator of a blood clot. Ooh. And he goes, "I was thinking of saying you should go get to the hospital tomorrow, but in fact, you should go now." And I now. Go, and I go, first of all, doc, it's a good game. Are you sure about it?" <laughs> But, and the great people at North Shore, and you know how you go, the, the usual thing is you go to emergency mm. and you're waiting for hours, yeah. right? If you go in and say, a GP has asked me to come here because they're concerned about a blood clot, you just get limousine right. service through, right? And the doc said, do you want to enjoy the cricket or do you want to live? That's right. <laughs> and you know, it was a 50 50, but so I said, So there's a little bit of, bit of Mark Hunt, yeah, Paul yeah. Gallon going on yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can yeah. I tell a story so about you chose, well, I haven't finished my story. Oh, sorry. So you chose Paul Gallon, <laughs> not Mark Hunt. I, I try, and by the way, uh, if you've seen what uh, Mark Hunt has said, continuing to promote the fight, he says, Well, I tell you what, this about me and Paul, we used to be friends. Well, I'm not having lunch with him anytime soon. <laughs> but uh, the, the great people at North Shore whizzed me through, looked after me. It turns out it was all fine. I was in there for five hours and I read. Chuck Yeager's autobiography. In five hours? Not Because I guess it's, all it's, the way through. It would be a fast book. Well, yeah, was it but, called The Fast Man Alive? It was actually called, was actually called <laughs> Fastest Man on the Planet, The Josh Adokar Story, as told by Chuck <laughs> Yeager. Yeager yeah. But, I mean, it, it's an overused word, but hero. Yeah, hero. It would have been Fastest Man on the Planet because Josh wasn't born. No. Can I say, with the right stuff? The right stuff. Mm-hmm. And and the and there's a, there's a fictitious uh, serial on Disney now redoing the right stuff and there's actually a doco that they're showing called The Real Right Stuff with Tom Wolfe narrating. Yes. But those test pilots, you were a particular sort of personality because your odds were not great. Not great, no. And no, Jaeger no. went through no. a number of near misses. It, way yeah. above every other priority, wife, kids, Health, safety, nothing. Those things mattered less to you. Much less. And and the culture of the families was accepting of that, but it was a recipe for tragedy. mission. Yeah. From God. Yeah, 97. Um, Can I just say, let's bring it back to earth. Yes. Okay. Nice. Uh, Tommy Starling, alleged brawl, uh, apparently with coppers. Uh, The coppers, though. Plain clothes. Plain undercover. Yes. I say. Uh, Look, who amongst us hasn't hit somebody that uh, has had a go at your brother? Do you have a brother? Um, I actually heard someone bad-mouthing your brother the other day and, and I whacked him. Yeah. <laughs> was it him? I don't have a brother. Was it, I got was it you? Was it, was it, <laughs> so this is at Shady Palms. 
I've got three brothers. Three so brothers. You'd protect your brothers or come to their defence. They should bloody protect me. And they Some never did. They crack. never did. They always have a go at me. <laughs> they're, the, they're the ones having. Yeah, I'm the youngest. They're figures. You look they're like always, a youngest. They're always having the crack at so me. So this happened at Shady Palms. Then we just well, hello, Shady. You know, but it's in it's, it's in paradise. So this right? is so this is the the woi woi rub and tug. Is it? No, it, no, no. Can I just give a bit of backstory here? Because I thought straight away that used to be owned by Ken West and his lovely partner. Oh, from Westy, uh, Big Day Out. Big Day Out. He, when he when he cashed up and sold out everything, you know, he said, "Right, I'm going to buy a restaurant because he loves Mexico and everything Mexican, including your wrestling mates." Ah, oh, the luchas, the luchas, the lucha libres. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. He themed the whole thing. It's right on that sort of point where you turn off the main road between. And, and you go left. It's right there. It's tropical. It was beautiful. It was a wooden shack. It was a house. Um, it was a dynamite place then. Rojo Rocket, it was called. Right. And now it's Shady Palms, which is yeah. described as a surf, surf shack mm. inspired by Hawaiian and Californian surf culture. Surf is not a far reach for Mexico. No. Mm. What did it have? It have like the Funicello Lounge and things like that. Yeah. Put a few different posters up away you go. Yeah. Well, California, like California covers both. There's Baja California, the, the, there's Mexico. Yeah. So, you know, the Brian yeah. Wilson sand pit yeah. for the creatives. So the argument is, did he reach for a gun or not? Correct? Well, well the, he told Ricky he didn't. Yeah. Ricky took him with his word. That's good enough for all of us. That's good enough. Well, I mean, I, that, I think... That'll hold in court. <laughs> you, you know, we, we talk about profiling. <laughs> you look at the Curtis Scott situation. You look at the Tom Starling situation. There's no doubt that the New South Wales Police Force are profiling the Canberra Raiders. It's, it's a New South Wales ACT thing. They've also thing. lost some luster, haven't they, Chris? Nobody believes the police anymore. No. 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 I, and, and what really... Elliot? Do you think this is in, in part... This is the fact that... Um, the Fittler, cabal. Fittler is running with Berejiklian on the next campaign. True. And, and Fittler is ah. so tied to the Roosters that he's going, let's just, you know, yeah. knock them back. They, Eliminate they the opposition. Took the, they yeah. took the Raiders out. Yeah. They, 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 you know, let's but, just. But what do you, didn't you love that Ricky said, if, if, if you heard your mother and brother being impugned. Yes. What would you do? You would, he yeah. said, I would expect nothing less yeah. of the kid. Flying fists. Terrific. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bit of wrestling. Yeah. It's good for your Sammy Williams. Put on a mask, you know. Well, Sammy Mexican Williams mask, isn't really. Is, he's not really the, the not true Libra, <laughs> le, le, Libra masks. They're just Mexican wrestling masks. Is that what Tommy Stein was wearing? Or maybe wearing... the police were wearing the mask, and you couldn't tell. Uh, listen, Dennis, fill us in on this karaoke jukebox oh, yeah, idea. Well, look, I had I had this. <clears throat> I had to work at the rugby. Now, I don't know if you know this on, but on oh, Saturday night... What did, what did Dr. Smith say? Oh, the pain. Oh, the pain. The, the pain. pain. Nobody knows Danger. how I suffer. Danger, Will Robinson. And, boy, uh, uh, the only interesting part was the Argentinians. So the Argentinians oh. have turned up. Yeah. And a bit like the Indians at the cricket, there's probably only a 1,000 of them, but, boy, they, they partied. Yeah. They turned up yeah. and they had flags and they were dancing and they didn't, you know, they were delighted at the draw. The game finishes and all the Wallabies fans have gone to polish their, you know, patched elbows and disappeared. <laughs> the Argentinian fans all gathered in one part of the stand. The bubbled players stood beside them and they're just dancing. Yeah. They're just all dancing and waving Argentinian flags saying, how good's Argentina? Yeah, yeah. And they're all very attractive young people. Were they? Yeah, except for the guy who sang the anthem. Um, uh, it was, it? He looked like something from The Sopranos, I think. Oh, he was magnificent, the yeah. guy that sang the anthem. I, well, I think are you we should post a picture of him. Photo, there's not enough, uh, Australians don't have patriotic fervour? No, and you hear it at the cricket as well. When, yeah. when the Indian crowds go off, there's this, yeah. and Australian hits a sixth. Yeah, polite yeah, yeah. applause. But, yeah, yeah. but the it. revised approach to the Australian anthem caught your ear, Dennis. Yes. Not like, yes, there was the, it was sung in the aura language, like mm. in, a, in a Sydney but language. It's been done in rugby league for some of the, not it the national It was done in 2010. Yes. Yes, 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 it was. Yeah. Um, this was a new version of it because I actually changed the words. They did a completely different do you know verse. What, do you know what dialect, what uh, tribe? Ooh. Oh, uh, so Eora, this was, I thought it was. They called this Generic Eora. Eora. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But Eora, the Eora nation has four or five language groups. So they combined. 
Yeah, so it was an amalgam. But let's let's yes. you know fusion. Yeah, and yeah. Aboriginal language is difficult because there were several hundred of them, yeah. and many of them were killed out right before anyone had a chance language to write gone. them down. And they were also they weren't written languages; they were spoken languages. So they evolved very quickly. They changed very quickly the languages. So to say, if if you had a, a written recording or a recording of an Aboriginal speaking in 1788. If that Aboriginal tribe then kept talking, it will be completely different now to what it was then because it rolls on and on because it's not written. There's no rules. There's a lot talk. we don't know. Haven't I gone on a rant there? No. So anyway, they had this. They had this. <laughs> I wasn't listening. You <laughs> were so, Chris. You take everything. Just cut that bit out. Um, she sang it. But the thing that struck me most was actually the acoustic guitar. It was one voice and acoustic guitar. And rather than being a... 18th or a 19th century dirge with a big moustache and Lord Brudel singing yourself it. yourself too when you're on the guitar. She, it was beautiful. Yes. It actually made the song. Like yourself. The chord structure made the song sound a lot more impassioned. It was fantastic. Now, you're, you're, that's blasphemy in this day and age. Chord structure. Yeah. Do people chord know what a structure. chord structure is anymore? Well, someone Nobody did. Does. I don't know if it was someone from Newtown Performing Arts High School. Someone did. Someone did a really, really nice arrangement of the of the anthem, right. and it was stirring. And all the rah-rahs were up and about. It's the only thing that got them up. It's the only, wow. obviously they don't. Like, rugby's boring as hell. So yeah, I mean the game just get them up. Descended into its usual morass of yeah, I discussed, penalty I discussed kicks and the, so forth. The first right? anthem where it was the um the uh, the refugee who turned up and he started what sounded like in the wrong key, but he kept going up. He was awesome, but. But at halftime, the DJ played karaoke jukebox, uh. and he put up on they put up on the big screen. What do you want to hear? Text this number to vote. Horses <laughs> never tear us apart. You're the voice. My island home. Straight lines by Silverchair. What no, about me? Not by, bad, is it? What about me by Shannon Knoll? <laughs> not yeah. not the original. Moving pictures. Yeah. Bit of working class man. Throw your arms around me. Be all right by Dean Lewis. Chandelier by Sia. It's a nod to the modern kids. The yeah, modern nod kids to the kids. But let's, uh, and let's say it came ninth because no kids go to rugby. But, but oh. never tear us apart as a crowd sing-along? Surely not. They oh, do it in I Perth. Think, Chris, you'll, you'll be eating those words because oh, every year it goes a little higher. I suppose I can imagine people yeah. linking arms. Oh, yes, da, 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 da. I, I mentioned to you that I saw Terence Tendravi with NXS on yes. revision after hearing about the Avalanches album, which features the singer with a new name, which you knew about. Yes. Um, is traction is incredible, isn't it? Okay. And, and you got well, the races with John they, Stevens, and they played it at the uh, NRL Grand Final. So no, Final. Farnham was not on the list. Farnham not on the list. No and chisel. No Caroline. No Caroline. No chisel. So it was all. Well, they were Australian, they, were they? they? They were all Australian, which is a, yeah, a nice touch. Who would you vote for? In out of that lot? Oh boy, it's, it's a no-brainer. Straight lines. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but it's, it's you think high register those, don't it? Nah, you could do it. If you want people to sing along, <laughs> see what about me, Nolsey? Because he's not really much of a singer. Well, Nolsey's he's dropped it down. First breakthrough single. Sh- 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 shine. Shine. Now that was a well-written song. Really, I will go out publicly and say I'm going to give myself permission to shine. That was when Vanessa. Is that about Arrasi, David Helfgott by any chance or no? We'll come back to that later. <laughs> I do love. I, I, my son played me this uh, a uh, a Shannon Noll song about. I got a car. It's a bit of rock and roll. I'm going to drive. And I was listening to it. And it's kind of the same lyrics as um, uh, Baby Were Born to Run. It was the same story as Baby Were Born to Run, but comparing, I got a car to, to, to what Bruce had written in Born to Run. Oh, hello. Do we remember? Four on the floor. No. Nah. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Was that written for him by the Idol crew? Was that the, an Idol? I don't know, but it's anthemic in the sense that it gets bigger as it goes along. Right. <laughs> why, do you, why would you pick? Like, obviously people are idiots and they're going to pick horses. It's like Ferry McFerry face. Of course they're going to pick horses. Don't Why put him to names, The hectic and cheese came into the news this week. Again. <laughs> Again. Now, he went from zero to hero, didn't he, in 2020? Well, I think it was his breakout year. He was kind of yeah. known in 2019, but 2020, yeah. What's that, his real name? Brandon Smith. Brandon. And, and, he's, and he was being shopped around on by email in to everyone except the Gold Coast Titans, which led to another wave of rumours that Cameron yes. Smith. He can't have two Smiths. Uh, going to the Titans. Yeah. Yet today, Kevin Walters has Walters has expressed his interest in both Brandon and Cameron. In, in fact, I believe Smith he said anyone at the Broncos. named Smith right. did go Can you for. Do so that? I'm thinking, you think of some of the others, Jason Smith, he flies close Darren to Smith, Walters, Darren Smith. He? he flies close to the edge that Walters he certainly daring does. to suggest that. Well, I saw his son today, Billy Walters. I mentioned I was at a Tigers no, match. No, <laughs> How was Billy? He looks, he's recovering well. The knee's good. Excellent. We might have a training quick break. the house down. Oh. Well, there, there's something. There's something. Well, yeah. First of all, Madge was there, and he said there's a tremendous feel around the joint. Oh. And every player I asked, I said, "How's the preseason looking?" They go, "Mate, we're training the house down." Wow. There's something a little bit different happening after the break. Yeah. Should we just quickly touch on two things before yeah. we go to the break? Sure. One is the rule changes. Now, oh, yes. Rule changes. Now, yes. Look, he's, as you said, he's punch drunk. He's man on something, PVL. Yep. We thought he was leading us to you know, the, the, the unicorns and rainbows and all that sort of stuff, and he has so far. But I think he's just got a smell of success and a smell of, I don't know what. Drunk this, on unicorn blood. Unicorn. He's, he's got the chalice, right? <laughs> and he's drinking the unicorn blood. <laughs> Poor unicorns. You wouldn't do that. I mean, er, Eric Sims is a happy man today. Yeah. The PVL's announced that they've reintroduced the two-point field Sims goal from for, yeah, yeah, for okay. 40 metres out. Yeah. I mean, Hang on, field goal? Field goal, yeah. 40 metres out? It's worth two points. Out. As, as opposed to one. Shit. Because like in basketball when Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who was known as Lewis or Cinder at the time. From flying high. Yeah, at UCLA, they outlawed the dunk out of college basketball because Kareem was so dominant in the yeah, 70s. Yeah. So that was a rule change generated by one person. Wow. Eric Sims was so prolific yes. at the two-point field goal, they yes. changed it to one. Yes. To what, what scares me about this is they're saying it's from the 40-metre line. Now, yes. field goal kickers are going to say, hang on a second. As we had here, we had a, we had a former uh, a field goal exponent here, and we did some trigonometry and worked out exactly how far he kicked his goal, you may recall. People are going to say, hang on a second. The goal's 40 metres. Why don't you make a circle 40 metres away instead of having a line? So okay, you can yeah. be within 40 metres. Like a soccer So this, this is the madness of, this is the yeah. madness of Landis because then they can say, well, if we're going to have that, let's make the field is oval. Is there a famous king? Let's make yes. the field oval. Is let's stick four posts at the end. Is there a famous it's king all over. that went mad? Ludwig, one of those mad kings? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Trying to put... Well, yeah, yeah. There was a mad king in a, Game of Thrones, wasn't there? What was he called? He's got a crown and a throne and some big cape with fur People on People know that. Prince drinking, Robert or something. Or King uni- Robert or something. Unicorn blood. Baratheon. He's probably sawed the bloody yeah, yeah, yeah. corn off the unicorn too. Well, look, I mean, yeah. doing that shit. I'm worried that what he's doing is turning into an amalgam of AFL, uh-huh. rugby union, uh-huh. and touch football. Yeah. Balls are going to touch. Yeah. Uh, now will be a play the ball, not a right. scrum. At least the, at least the umpire's not going to throw it back in. Over yeah. Players <laughs> tackle yeah. in a touch. Yeah. Play the ball, not a scrum. Right. Uh, speed, speed, speed. 10 metres... Offside? Yeah. Oven bell, six Thank again. Uh, players breaking from the scrums early before the referee yells, break? Yep. Uh, six again. You know, we used, uh, to, we used to call them, you know, um, thought bubbles or thought farts. Yeah. Penalty. Right. Uh, it's, like a, it's like a big jar of lollies, Dennis. 
Big John Big John and he's already pulled the fan tail out, you know, and he's, he's gone for the crumble, you know. And he's like, what else can I pull out of the bloody trick bag? I've so got this is something bag. that happened with us at State of Origin this year, well, last year, yeah. where you're given a box of favourites. Yes. Right. Cadbury's. And we went around the table saying, what's the priority list? What do you go for first? And a bit of consensus around the morrows, but someone, Mackenzie, called it last. You wouldn't pick the morrow. Now, I've just got this list from my son because I... I Morrows first, crunchy, Turkish delight. Ooh. They're in the first three. Then yeah. you've got Marvelous Creations, caramel, cherry ripe. Oh, that's cherry ripe. Middle three. Hello. Come on. Dairy milk, picnic, dream. He puts dream last. He it, puts dream. Now, he hasn't even rated the old gold. I, I'm sure the same company does make redskin, but if there's a redskin in there. They but don't I, exist anymore. So they've changed their name. Uh, they They're ready, aren't they, or something? So my, <laughs> yeah. my, my challenge. What are your lists? No, I, I got picnic for higher up the list. Picnic's yeah. higher up the my, list. My, my partner hates the Turkish delight, so they just get shoveled to me. Fantastic. So, would you choose to put them up the list? No. So, is it now called American Native Indian? <laughs> I think they're called what? Reddies or Rattles or something. Oh, they, 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 yeah, Red Rattler or something. But right now in the NFL, how good would Red Rattler be? Yeah, right now, the the great city of Washington DC is being represented in the NFL by the Washington Football Team. They haven't actually come Ooh, up with a. That new, sounds quite so classy, though. So, the City Football Club. Yeah. Um, there's something coming up after the break, but before we do, yeah. boys, yeah. Uh, yes. uh, by the way, the other rule changes, if the video is inconclusive, you don't lose the challenge. That's a good and, one. I and, like that. And probably a good one is that every try will actually be reviewed before the conversion is taken just in case they've missed something yeah. so we won't have extra controversy. Yeah, but just... one thing that has been controversial recently in the world of podcasting is people doing ads on podcasts. Oh, no. Oh, Can't understand that. I, and there we thought, Valanis, you know, mad, mad King Peter. Now what's going on with you? Right. And I, and I looked at this and said, well, to be honest, I hate ads on podcasts as well. Oh, and yeah. the number of approaches we had yeah. to do ads, but there were only two that we said yes to, Doughboy Pizza, of course. And our final discussion of the year for the great product Manscaped. Mm. Regularly using it, Chris. And this is the thing, is people get on and they sort of attack you for taking the coin and they say you can get better options. Do they really say that? They do. Manscaped works. Yeah, fact. Fact. You're a user, you're yeah. delighted. Well, you're video. Let's I'm a user. Oh. Dennis, Kurt Capewell, <laughs> fact. So we're here talking about a product that we believe in, a product we use, yeah. a marvellous Christmas gift because it's that time a of year. A marvellous slice of technology. Yeah, I was talking to all the West Tigers. That doesn't slice your nuts. It does not. It yeah. takes it off just the way you want it. Talking to all the West Tigers about, boys, this is really going to just give you that little one percenter yeah. when oh, you're yeah, out on the what, field. And that's what's important. And we're talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. At the heart of it, the lawnmower 3.0, yeah. the proprietary skin safe technology, yes. waterproof, and a light. light. Yes. The crop preserver, the anti chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. Yes. The crop reviver, the wipes, yeah. to keep your balls from sweating, smelling, sticking. And I mean, let's face it, it's, and it's summer. Revival. Can I just say, the light, the light blew my mind because I <laughs> thought it's in the wrong spot and I read the instructions and I've been holding it upside down. Oh, you silly boy. Holding <laughs> what? The lawnmower? The lawnmower. I was standing on my head. Well, it's you know what? Proof. You don't. You don't. Even I with don't. this one, you hold yeah. the wrong around, you didn't go. And I, I have several, a lot of data yes. <laughs> gathered on well, that. If I had a body like Dennis, I'd be using it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We'd all be doing it. Uh, the Manscaped boxes, of course, for your perfect package. The, the great carrier bag. Now, I just think we get to the heart of this. Yeah. If you put in the code, and I'm not even going to you know, pretend that you Dignify guys don't know. Them. It's fire up. Fire up. F-I-R-E-U-P. Yeah. Wow. Those six magic letters. Yeah. 20% off plus free shipping before Christmas. Yeah, Get yeah. on to manscaped.com yeah. now. Yeah. Get 20% off free shipping with the code fire up at manscaped.com. Uh, 20% off free shipping. It's clean up your nuts and make <laughs> Santa 
And your extended family proud this year? You don't need a squirrel. No. No. And I would say to Mark Gassi, just stay away. You don't have any rights over that name anymore. You sold it years ago. Oh, 100% sounds. 100%. And we'll come back in just a moment. To uh, Robbie and Tony from the Avalanches and the brand new album, We Will Always Love You, came out today. Here's a track that features MGMT. You can hear me now. We're off air. Hang on, I'm just trying to get more. Junior in one day, and I wasn't really, I didn't really care either which way about the music, you know, the sound sounds fine, whatever. So they were hung over in jet lag and didn't tell me, and I had three guests, and they just sat there just mumbling, you know, it was just one of the worst. I think I, I think, <laughs> I think I sped through it about sort of, you know, three minutes and got rid of them, you know. Whereas Devo, I asked one simple question, which was, tell me about the. Uh, <laughs> That is so good. Uh, that's what happened when you haven't got a producer nearby to go, stop, shut up. So, so <laughs> once I saw the phone, I went, oh, it's on. <laughs> so, so, Stephen, that is you doing marvellous work with the avalanches. On, that, that's a remix in itself. On your penultimate <laughs> Friday morning show on FBI Radio, which, yeah. of course, is the genesis of this show. My last ever professional <laughs> interview ever. You know? well, it wasn't S. Thompson who sort of, he, he left by being blown up. Well, you've done something sort of <laughs> metaphorically similar. So we, I don't I, think Dinosaur Jr. going to track me down. So the little idea that we were referring to that was coming up is that this is not an intervention, but we feel that this is an opportunity to put on the record. Yes. Uh, the incredible achievement of 17 years at FBI. 17 years, I know. Which, you know, I know you did more than one day a week of the morning show for a long time. Yes, three. But you have done... 17 years of Friday morning show, is that correct? That's exactly right. So how did you get to FBI? How did I get there? Because we want to we want to get this on the record. How, how did you end up as... Because you were, oh, I was you on, were on day one virtually, right? Yeah, I was on Rhythm FM doing dance music, you know, classy dance music. Can I use that word? And a bit of Bondi FM at the same time, doing my funk and soul. And then um, on the board of this, what was then proposed to be one of the radio stations bidding for this license, which had a very large um, coverage... Everybody wanted it. You know, it was a, it was a big license. Uh, there was Koori. You know, there was... Uh, um, free FM. Arab Free. Wild, wild. Gay. A whole bunch of them. Um, anyway, uh, they won it because they said, look, we're going to support Sydney music. It was a no-brainer, you know. And it was put together by a whole bunch of Sydney music industry people like, you know, Fuzzy, uh, Triple JX, Luminaries, et cetera, et cetera. And Tim Ritchie was on the board, I think, or one of the startup groups. And he said, look, when you go through the talent, go back and check with Stephen... Megan Loder, God love her, who's now at Double J, was it Triple J or both? She uh, gave me a call. I'd never met her before. She said, let's meet. And at Barangaroo, it was just like a, uh, an airport. It was just concrete. Yeah. Yes. And they had a demountable, the old demountable. Right. West Tigers, I think, have now got it. And it was just me and her <laughs> in this little shitty little demountable. And she said, look, we want you to come on this radio station. You know, I said, but I was on another radio station. It doesn't matter. We just want who we want, you know. Uh, do you want to do a special show or do you want to do a regular program show? And I said, well, I've always done specials, so let me do a program show. Uh, that was the, the genesis. And then a year later, I was looking at the door and on the contributors was one Brett Oaten, uh-huh. solicitor at large, <laughs> uh, giving free <laughs> advice. And I thought, they can't say no to this. Well, yeah, wait, for, Rugby uh, league. And also he can't so charge did, for his there's advice. There's the wedge, you know. And, and so you knew Brett Oaten prior there too? I was on his tipping uh, competition uh, email and competition uh. and he used to put a little funny little anecdote at the beginning and I thought, that's funny. Mm-hmm. I like that. Maybe we could talk about that on, Rugby, on FBI. And it, it dawned on me that most of the people on in that circle were the alternative underground FBI but slightly older, a lot of them, and there was this connection or disconnect, I should say, between FBI and what it was doing and rugby league. Right. There needed to be a bridge. Fire up was the bridge. And and so 
you weren't involved in the test period of the broadcast, no, so so you just came on board when the first week. when they turned First on day. the transmitter. Yeah, yeah. And the connection to Brett, which became Fire Up, happened in year two or something. Yeah, later? yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was two years after. He said it was one year after. Right. And he's got a better memory than I have. And and was it right that it originally started that he would just drop in on a Monday morning? Five minutes. Five minutes. Right. Five minutes. Just a little rap for the week, like a sports rap. Show would have been good then, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, what can you do in five minutes? Why would you turn up for five minutes? He did. Okay, so he did. Yeah. How did it morph into the Friday morning spot? Well, rugby league's the great virus, the great weed, isn't it? You know, just, if you don't trim it, it'll grow, right? <laughs> even 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 with a with a uh, you know a ball trimmer, it'll keep going. Yeah. So uh, I just said it got to ten minutes, and we got wrapped on the knuckle. Stop it, five. It got to fifteen. Okay, ten. <laughs> he got to twenty. Fifteen. Half an hour, and on it went until we got to an hour. But from Monday to Friday, the transition it was when? shifted over, yeah. So it, I was on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, then they shifted to Wednesday, Thursday, right. Friday. Friday seemed a good fit for Brett because he could just go up the road to his work yep. afterwards. And then um, when did you connect with Dennis? Dennis, do you remember when you oh. connected with Fire Up? Oh, I connected with Fire Up because Brett was my lawyer. Ah, so so when I was writing music for TV shows. He's one of the great music industry lawyers. Yeah, he doing, was. Doing a lot of your copyright infringement work, I imagine. Well, we, <laughs> we have had a lot of discussions about that. My first discussion with Brett, I actually met him. Oh, who was the band? Machinations. I met him at a Machinations gig. Did you? At um, uh, the place across the road from the theatres on George Street there. What was that? Planet? Uh, it wasn't Metro. Planet Hot. Metro. Metro. Yeah. Metro. Oh, the Metro. At Still Metro. There. He was there and he was a mate of... My then girlfriend, mm. who was from Rockhampton, had a friend who was from Rockhampton who married a Sydney lawyer who was a mate of Brett Oaten's. Oh, we were there. They, we chatted. Make I knew his I knew his cousin because I went to uni in Lismore. Okay. So, ah. <laughs> Patria Oaten. Yes, so, yes. me and Brett had a chat and then I had some music legal issues and yeah. I thought, well, I'll give yeah. him a call. Yes, he's a good Lismore boy. and mm. uh, Went through, what's the little town? There's got the, his uncle's mechanic is still there. Is that right? Kyogle. Would you trust yep. him? Oh, well, God, you life. Yeah. And just is. Yeah. And have, you got, have so. you got a rough timeline for when that happened? Oh, I started talking to Brett in 1999. My first question was actually because the, the um, Howard government was about to release the white paper on tax reform. Um, and my brother, who was working on the white paper, said, as a joke, within the department, we're having a jingle competition to sell the GST. It's what you do for a living. What do you got? And I went, oh, hell. GST. It's <laughs> so, not great so, St George team. No, not that one. So we've, we've I've, step down, McGregor. So him and, his, Mary. him and his mates have written this loop, which is actually quite funny about the GST. It was a little bit negative, and given that it was written by the people writing it, I thought that was fun. So I spoke to Brett, and Brett said, "Yeah, you know what? You could probably release that. The thing is, ACDC will take you to court and say it's a breach of copyright. You're probably in the right because it's satire. And even though the 2006 Amendment Act hadn't been put through, you'll probably get through." <laughs> But they're going to put a clamp on your business for 10, 20 years. Wow. So if you've got, if you've got a lazy five, we 10 million bucks. We have heard that about bucks, Alberts and ACGC. Yeah, if you've got yeah. a lazy five, 10 million bucks, you'll probably win, yeah. but you're not going to be able to work yeah. in music. So that's so. the advice you wanted to hear. Now, exactly. am I right in saying everyone has a, a song that's a millstone around their neck, you know, artists, and for you it's obviously that's in Queensland. <laughs> Is it correct that you premiered that on Fire Up? I premiered that on Fire Up. So wow. Fire Up, you used to have this um, st- State of Origin night. They'd have a function yes. at the King's Cross Hotel. I've been involved. And I played there one year, and it was the year that Ricky Stewart took over and said, this Queensland team is so good, if we win one game, I'll be pleased. So Brett asked me to do a song. I said, well, one out of three is bad was the, the song. So I did that. <laughs> then the following year, Brett said, oh, can you come back? And I had this idea, and I didn't know how to execute 
the the whole idea of that's in Queensland because this is you know Inglis was on fire, mm. and I looked through the list and saw there was an Anthony Sharwood who's been on the guest on the yes. show had an article saying how many people were there, and he did a calculation of had Greg Inglis scored his tries for New South Wales instead of Queensland, New South Wales wouldn't have lost a series. <laughs> While he was there. Great stat. And so I had, I made the chorus, I made the verse, and I was trying to work out how to do it. And then it turned out a band I was producing was playing in Mexico, so I had to go overseas. So I made the film clip, yeah. and I said, I can't play, but I'll give you this film clip. Can you credit the director? Very good. I did it myself. You did it yourself. did it myself. Dennis. And, oh, the props, as they used yeah. to say. <laughs> and um, so I did it myself, and the... Um, I was on a plane coming back from Mexico, and I just sent it as a, as a, as a YouTube link. And it was a private link, so you had to have the email to get it. Mm. And I landed in Sydney, and it had 5,000 views, a private link, so only email. So that mean <laughs> that email had been shared Somebody over 5,000 times. Wow. Yeah. No, that meant that you had to send a link. You yeah, couldn't yeah. just buddy to yeah. tap it. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and then I turned my phone on, and it's just boom. Oh. It was like 400 text messages. Yeah. So, so your greatest moment, you actually weren't there for it. Well. I wasn't there for it. Can I say viral? Viral, <laughs> genuinely. I, I participated in one of those functions in the readings from the Mitchell Pierce Library. Man, that was a great <laughs> night, was it? Was it Brendan Cowell, mm. uh, Terry Serio? Mm. I'm trying to think who else was doing voices, but gee, there were some heavy hitters and, that night. And, I, and, and me. Alexandria and, Hotel? Uh, that one was a King's Cross. King's Cross as well. And, right. I, and I, I did, I, I did a, I think I was involved in some sort of trivia competition at the Alexandria, co hosting that. Yes, that's right. But I read from something more than Victory, the Alan Jones Three Years at the Tigers, Bound My Tigers by uh, Adrian Zup. And. Uh, uh, they were heady times. Now, look, it is your last show on Friday. The is it the seventeenth? Is it what's eighteenth? Eighteenth. And I'm, I'm sure there'll be a lot of nostalgia. But I thought we just unseated you to just grab you a little bit here. Go on. You'll be there. I'll be there. You'll be there. I'll be there. But you'll um, be there. And, and, okay. and I'm sure there'll be lots of reflections. But if you on the spot, if you. What's the most memorable fire-up experience you had on the radio station oh, in terms of a guest? Or look, I just think you can't discount genius. Can yep. I say that word? And looking into the eyes of Billy Birmingham and looking in the eyes of Greg Pickaver, yes. H.G. Nelson, you just know there's something else at work there that's above and beyond everybody else. Well, I do always say we were the show that was first responsible for putting them together on the air. They'd that's never right. actually performed They'd together. They'd never done that. Isn't that That was, that, that was quite something. I must see if I can dig that uh, audio out. And so this this is the show. So Friday seventeenth, this is when Mike Munro is turning up. Is that yeah, the one? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and, Lights, camera, and, and, we'll, and we'll probably Steve say you, you'll say for your own show what, what your favourite experience is the broader show. But um, uh, what what's your abiding memory going to be of the seventeen years? I mean, and you're continuing doing uh, Sundays sold, sold out, out yeah, and yeah. hopefully fire up. Who knows? That's the indulgency that yeah. I that I rejected yeah. from Megan yeah. Leonard. But, but you got the program show and you've yeah. done it for 17 yeah, years. Yeah. What's the abiding memory do you think you'll take from it? Oh, my God. I don't really know, Chris. Right. I have not even thought about that. So it, it, essentially... It's a long time to try and surmise. Essentially uh, a week afterwards you'll have completely forgotten <laughs> that you've done it. <laughs> well, that's what Brett Oten did, isn't it? He's, he's, he's just walked, it, he walked and wiped. He just dropped the mic. <laughs> well, <laughs> can we just take the opportunity that we're all uh, indebted to you? Well, and hasn't it been a great platform? It has been. Okay. And, and this here, in this environment with the Batuta Advocate guys, is a different voice for us. Redfern, Pat, Dennis, myself, yeah. we're uh, honoured yeah. to be in your just company. span off and span off. Yeah. And, and it used to amaze me that somebody would say yes. <laughs> you <know>? right. <laughs> uh, Tim Freeman, yeah, oh, come on. I don't know anything about rugby league except Manly, you yeah. know, or Kirk Pengilly. I don't really know anything about rugby league. Stuart McGill. Yeah, but just because... I hated rugby league. 
Probably still does, probably still with, does. with good reason. <laughs> but just because I'm sure next week will be chaotic and we had this control environment, we just wanted to hijack and surprise you to say thank you. Yes. And get a little bit in, into the public record and uh, look forward to everything that's happening next. And congratulations. I'm looking forward to having you on for the last one. No worries. Let's we'll go get some ice cream. Who wants ice cream? Exactly. So I guess we're probably at the end of the podcast. I don't think we're going to go back into subject matter now. Okay. Um, so being a little bit disorganized this year, I will put on the Facebook page all the guests that we've had this year. Oh, wow. It's been an interesting year because we lost the capacity to do our radio show for about three months. Yeah. Uh, but uh, through you know, the diligence of Redfern Pat and Nick Howell, who will be joining us in our little Fatima celebration. Now it's too late, people. The podcast, you won't be able to get there in time to join <laughs> us. Uh, we went like so many other people into a virtual world. Yes. And we did some Zoom stuff. I think first up was Brendan Cowell from London. Yes. We then did Brendan Cowell from New Zealand. New Zealand, where he's filming Avatar. Yeah. And, James Cameron. And, and you know, I, I won't go through all the deaths now because... Ben Mendelsohn won't take our call anymore. No, he'd, well, <laughs> why should he? Why should he? he? You know, he's huge. Way bigger than we are. But uh, we'll, we'll... And we lost, we lost, you know, one member, musician. Come on, you know everything. Oh, hang on. Uh, does yoga. Northern. Oh, oh, um, um, uh, was it uh, a band? Damien, Damien Lovelock. Damien Lovelock, a, a yeah. huge manly fan. What a great loss that is. Great loss that was. Because he, he, he was a regular. He, and he, I, I never had the opportunity to meet him. He Didn't was, you? he was never on the show during our time. He would have loved you. Yeah, but he was just, the, he's just the amalgam of music and sport that we love, isn't yeah. he? And he used to come to FBI early and just chew the ears off everybody, yep. and then he'd finish, and then two hours later he'd still be there, <laughs> yakking away. Someone going, "This is bloke," you know. He loved to talk. He loved to share. So we'll formally thank all those guests without singling them out. Uh, it, we should just also thank the Batuta Advocate people who have been so generous to allow us to come in and record for the measly economic return we've generated so far. <laughs> we should say thank you to Doughboy Pizza and Manscaped. Uh, particularly just want to get a loop back to Redfern. Pat does all the technical stuff for yes, us. It's, yes, it's, yes. You know. yeah. um, let's, hope, let's hope that this time next year he's a much bigger media star than we are and there's every possibility <laughs> well, that'll be the case. We're trying hard to keep him down, right? <laughs> he's right. funnier than us. He knows more about rugby league than us. <laughs> Final words from you, Stephen? Uh, gee whiz, where's Dave Ray when you need him? <laughs> 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 he's up the North Coast. As everybody else who retires... God love you all. Yeah. So I think we're going out with a song. Well, I've already done this one before, but, you know, it seems like it's the end of the season, so it would be an appropriate time to to revisit it. And apparently someone's lost the video. (coughs) Oh, wow. Are we rolling? Woohoo! Two weeks in a season 2020. COVID hit and the world went crazy. Other spots shut down. It made me nervous. Then the NRL went out of service But then In came Valendis and Abdo To save us with Project Apollo They promised a rapid resumption Everyone thought the season was over They threw the two refs away Made a set restart for less penalties. He was criticized by Gillen McLaughlin. But Landis smiled and the AFL ate a shit sandwich. So we say, thank God for the Landis and Abdo. We might try meat, but we're still vegetal. Do you prefer Akadaka or Abba? 
Only they believe the game could recover TikTok videos by Cleary Sonny Bill returned but not much he played Parramatta and the Storm in the top three what a shit year was 2020 But still, we got Philandis and Abdo Yeah And the wooden spoon went to the Broncos Everyone could hear the thunder When Fogarty ran, but Papa had him covered We are in the world of Philandis and Abdo Yeah Wooden spoon went to the Broncos. Do you prefer Akadaka or Abba? Only they believed the game could recover. Fire! Future classic. Yes. <laughs>